Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Joe McCall. Welcome to the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. It's going to be a great episode. We're going to be talking all things land investing today. And I have a good friend of mine, Brent Bowers, and we're going to be talking about vacant land. And one of the things that he's been dealing a lot with and I've been dealing a lot with is we're working with students and helping them figure out how to do more marketing, how to get more leads with a limited budget. Those of you that have been doing a lot of deals or know me and hear me talk about this stuff for a long time, we love to do direct mail. Direct mail works. It just works. It works really, really well. Always has worked and it always will work. But the problem is a direct mail costs money. You know, it can cost 50, 60, 70 cents to send a postcard, a dollar to send a letter. And some people just don't have the budget to send 500 or 1,000 pieces of mail every week. So what do you do? Is all hope lost? Is there anything you can do to get leads? Well, there is. And we're going to be talking about that on this podcast. I want to tell you, first of all, this podcast is brought to you by simplelandkit.com. On there, I put together a land flippers toolkit that gives you a lot of really cool resources. My direct mail swipe file, my contracts, I think even my option contracts I put in there, my wholesale land contracts, the scripts I use for sellers and buyers and realtors. I've got a land watch hack video that I put in there. And I also have a software I created called Automated Offer Pro, and it helps you analyze land deals and helps you come up with offers. So go check it out. It's completely free and it's not going to be free for very long. And in fact, if you're listening to this or watching this later and you go to simplelandkit.com, it might actually have changed and it might we might be selling this thing for a few bucks. So get it right now while it's free, simplelandkit.com. After you opt in to get it, there'll be an invitation for you to watch a special class that I did that teaches you how to use this stuff that you get in here for free. So check it out, simplelandkit.com. All right, cool. Let's bring on the man, the myth, the legend, Brent Bowers from the Land Sharks. How you doing, Brent? I'm good, Joe. Good to be on here. It's been a while. Good to catch up. Good to see you. It has been a while. You know, I just want to thank you publicly for helping me during my surgery. I had, um, those of you who don't know, I had open heart surgery about five months ago. And I took a month off and then I took the next one or two months off, very part-time, only worked part-time. Open heart surgery, it was pretty serious. I'm doing much better. But Brent, you covered for me a couple, two or three coaching calls, didn't you? Yeah, it was a good time. You have an amazing community. I mean, really, really smart community. So uh, that was fun. And when I have open heart surgery, I'm going to call you. <laughs> no, just you better not. Try to avoid that if you can Cool. Well, how's business for you, Brendan? How's your land business right now going for you? It is going phenomenal. And uh, I kind of was telling you about some of the problems I'm having too, you know, just because uh, we make it in business. There's always another challenge. There's always another mountain to climb. Right now, I'm trying to work about four days a week. So my schedule is about Monday through Friday. Um, I, I, I really don't start my work day until about 10 a.m. And then I go really hard till about 4 p.m. And then that's when the kids are walking in my office. I, I work from home now. I rented out my office, uh, which I'm not having to pay for that anymore. I actually make money on that. So we're now more profitable. I have tightened my belt quite a bit. I'm following the uh, profit first strategy. Uh, you know, our friend David, David Richter, uh, he's actually doing a, a, a call for our, our sharks tonight. But anyhow, 
Um, I follow that strategy. We're way more profitable now. I tighten my belt. I really watch the expenses lately because as we grow our business, we're like, let's dump everything back in. And then before we know it, we're spending almost as much in expenses as we are making. So now we're way more profitable with the help of our friend Tom Kroll and David Richter. But business is good. I actually have more land deals right now than what I can, me and my acquisition manager can personally do. And I'm not looking to hire anybody else. Um, I'm really happy with where things are at. Um, I didn't get into this business to get rich. I got into it for a lifestyle. I have three kids. Um, but, uh, you know, a lot of these deals that are coming my way are coming from our, our mailing strategy that we can talk about today. And I've talked about in the past, as well as free, I call them free land deals, freebies. And sometimes uh, we get more than one at a time. Awesome. All right. So let's talk about your marketing strategy right now. What are you doing? I know you, you, one of the challenges, by the way, you also mentioned is you're, you're, you're going after some bigger deals. Yeah. So like, are you still doing the small deals? Are you still doing seller financing deals? What, where, where, where are you at with that? And it depends how you define small. Uh, I used to buy land deals for $285 and sell them for 5,000. That got my start in 2016 when I was broke as a joke. I was a second Lieutenant in the military in the army. Now, my sweet spot lately, I usually sell my land deals around 200, 250000 $225,000. I love that area, that, uh, that price range because realtors, land sales specialists, realtors sell me, or sorry, sell those parcels for me. It takes a lot of work off of my plate. I've sold a lot of land. I mean, hundreds of parcels on Craigslist and Facebook and bandit signs and neighbor letters and land.com. That's a lot of work. It helps when the realtors take care of all that. And lately, the, the problem I've been having, I shouldn't say a problem, uh, it's my new mountain to climb, is I've been coming across parcels of land that I can buy and subdivide. So I buy it for around $2 million, $2.5 million, and I can sell it for you know three to four, or basically double our money. Buy it for $2.5 million, sell it for $5 million. But here's my challenge lately, is I have a bunch of lenders that want to lend me money, but most of them have $100,000, $50,000, $250,000. I don't have any that have 2.5 million. So now I'm at a point where I got to create a fund and deal with a lot of people. But really, I'm looking for that one partner that wants to go in with a lot of cash and make double, make money. <laughs> Love it. That's a good mountain to climb for sure. Nothing wrong with that. So what are you doing for marketing right now? What are you finding working well for you? Yeah, there's a couple of things. Uh, the first, my tried and true, the uh, steady Eddie that uh, I say, you got to prime the pump with this is I go in and find areas of demand where land is selling. That's It's that simple. We, we focus on supply demand. I want to know where the land is selling because I never want to get a great deal on a piece of land. Sometimes it's in the middle of nowhere that I've got to go out and create demand for. I'd rather just fill that demand and become an order taker welcome to McDonald's. How may I take your order? So I find the land that's selling and then I go in and I go, I micro down. I really micro down to where the, the neighborhoods that land is selling. And then I break it up because I think simple, like I break it up into chunks of land sizes that are selling in the area. So what do I mean by that? Well, this neighborhood might be selling one acre parcels. This neighborhood might be selling 10,000 square foot parcels. So I focus on the, the one that's selling the most. I call that the hot land size parcel, the hot land size. And I focus on that neighborhood and that size parcel that day only. I price it out. I figure out what it's selling for by looking at Redfin and Zillow. And here's a quick tip. Look at who listed that land and who it was bought by. You just scroll down a little bit when you click on the sold. You see who it was listed by and who it was bought by and copy and paste those guys 
and put them in a Word document. And eventually you're going to see a pattern like Jim Jones is the one selling all the land in this neighborhood. Okay, Jim Jones is my man. I, I can tell it's selling for about a, you know, a dollar a square foot or whatever. I'm also going to call Jim Jones and make sure he knows, like see if he knows anything I should know. Like streets A through C, have water and electric. Streets E through F, you know, avoid those, whatever. Or price changes. We want to know those little ins and outs. We call that the boots on the ground. So once I figure all that out, I put in an Excel spreadsheet, really simple. And then I load it into Pebble and I mail that neighborhood. I, or actually, let me back up. I, I missed a step. I go to PropStream and I pull that whole neighborhood. I don't care if they've owned it for three days or 30 years. I'm going to mail everyone that's in state and out of state. And I'm going to mail that entire neighborhood for that size parcel that day. And then the next day, I'm going to mail the, the rest of that neighborhood. That is my steady, eddy, consistent. That gets me land deals. Um, and we tried something out since September 1st. We took our phone number off of our blind offer. I send blind offers. I call it my land offer letter, my LOL. I've been triple split testing this for, for, for about a year now. Works better than, than postcards. It works better than sending like a check looking thing. And it works better than my neutral letter. This is, this is by far outperforming everything else. And I'll give it to you, to uh, the Joe McCall audience. If uh, anybody wants, just go to thelandsharks.com forward slash LOL. That's land offer letter, thelandsharks.com forward slash LOL. I'm going to ask you for your name and your phone number and your email. So if you don't want to give it, don't even go to that, that site. But I promise I won't spam you. But it's going to send you an email with that LOL. That's getting me the best results right now. So that's my first marketing strategy. And you need a little bit of money to do this. You need a few dollars a week to do this. So you're sending, you're, you're taking your phone number off. Is that what you said? What are you putting on it in, instead? Good catch. I'm glad you remember that because I was just talking away there. So why did I take the phone number off? My acquisition manager has been traveling all over the world. And he's like, Brent, I've been having a hard time taking these phone calls because of the time difference. And I was like, too easy. Take your phone number off. Let's try this out. So we only have our fax number, myfax.com, $10 a month. I don't have a fax machine. I have it myfax.com. Our return mailing address, which is our UPS box. I don't put my home address on that because I don't want anybody showing up at my house. I always enjoy your letters, uh, Joe, when you send them though. And what, what am I missing? Oh, my email address, not mine, but my acquisition managers. We took its phone number off. We've gotten more faxes, more emails, and more people sending that letter than ever before because we are giving them specific ways. Just imagine like we're receiving these, these uh, land deals in our inbox which the faxes go to our inbox too. So we're not, we're not getting a bunch of cold call. We're not getting a bunch of calls or people screaming at us angry. Now it's crazy. Some people have looked us up and they've called my executive assistant. So they have found us that way. A few people have called, but it's so cool getting these faxes. I've gotten more faxes in these last two months, well, September and October, than I've gotten probably in the last, like I don't know, nine months together. That's crazy. So like you're not even giving them a website to go to? You're just telling them no, to? No, no, no. I am skeptical. Can we share my screen? I can show you my facts. It's crazy. Well, um, yes, let me hang on here. Let me see if I can get that to work. Oh, you know what? I, I, I can't do that. That's all right. And it's not a crazy amount, like four in October, four in September, but also we're getting the letters sent back to us, United States Postal Service. We're getting them emailed. It's pretty cool. I, I like it that way because then we control it. We do the land deals on our terms on our time frame, rather than someone just calling us and expecting us to be, you know, there to answer the phone. Okay. So, do you, so first of all, have you been testing this against neutral letters? And why do you like blind offers better than neutral? Yeah. So yes, I've been testing it against, against neutral letters and neutral letters absolutely work. They do work for about every, how do I say, 
I had to send a several, a couple thousand neutral letters, over 2,000 neutral letters to get one deal. But it, it gives me a lot of phone calls. And I don't want to have to answer the phone. I don't want my acquisition manager having to answer the phone. If someone signs that thing and sends it back to us, I know they're serious. Marketing is detraction too. We want to detract the people that want a big bag of money. And here's what I find a lot of people that call those neutral letters and those postcards. They just want me to be their land appraiser. And I don't want to be the land appraiser. I want to be the land buyer. So once they sign that purchase agreement, that land offer letter that I just shared and send it back, I know they're serious. And sometimes I got to renegotiate. We don't always price it the, <laughs> the best, especially when we're pricing too many of them at one time. But my numbers on my land offer letters are about 1,200. When I send out 1,200 of those, I will get a, at least one land deal that will net me over $10,000 net profit. And that's before I sell it on seller financing because I love selling on seller financing. I try and sell as many of my deals as possible because I want that monthly payment. I really want the lifestyle freedom from this. And interest is like printing money. Oh, yeah. The interest big. we earn from these land deals. What, what percent of your deals are you selling with seller financing? Uh, I would say the last 10 deals that I sold in 30, I don't know, to actually call it, call it 39, 40 days, about half of them had some sort of seller financing. Now, the, I found that the more expensive I go, when I go over 100000 a lot of these guys will buy cash because they've got lines of credit, they've got bank money, they're building, they're developing, and they're not interested in my 12% interest that I'm going to charge them. Yeah. Okay. It makes sense. Blind offers. I've always been under the philosophy and I've, I've tested like the check letters. We're testing now the range postcard. I have a postcard that gives them a range. We'll buy it between this and this. Oh, nice. And uh, that's working really well. We're not getting more calls from that, but we're getting way better quality calls. And basically I'm pulling a list from priced and I'm just using maybe 40 to 60% or 30 to 50% of the priced offer amount. And I'm rounding that up to the nearest thousand dollars. So it's, it's, it's a simple, two simple numbers. And 75% uh, of the time, our low range is too high, but that's fine. We just talked to the seller. But I've always thought, okay, blind offers, I mean, sorry, rather, neutral letters are better because that's going to get me more phone calls. I'm going to get more people to call me. Now I have more sellers I can follow up with, right? Um, and I send everybody to a voicemail, so I don't need anybody to answer live. <clears throat> but I've also thought, man, doing blind offers that takes up so much time at the beginning, right? Wouldn't it just be easier? I find a good county, pull everybody that owns vacant land in that county for over five years, mail them all. And then I can spend the time making offers on the individual ones that respond back. Is it six, one half dozen the other? Does it matter? Or what do you think of that? Yeah, I think it just depends. Do you want to do the the work on the front end or the back end? Um, I think either way, you're going to probably have about the same amount of work. And and this is just in my mind, you know, I think you actually have more work on the neutral letters because you're going to have people that just want to reach out and talk. A lot of people are lonely and bored. Um, some people are frustrated and angry and they, they need you to vent to. And a lot of people also want you to praise their land and they want a big bag of money for it. So I really don't want those people taking our time. I want to make as many offers a day as possible. Uh, like our friend Claude Diamond, he's like, it's like make five offers a day. And I'm like, Claude, I got you beat. I'm making like 300 offers a week. How do you do that? Because I send letters. And it's way easier too when you micro it down to a neighborhood level and you focus on that specific size parcel 
at a time because that allows your, your pricing to be a lot easier. Will it always be perfect? Never, never. A lot of times we will renegotiate these. Sometimes we'll just admit like we messed it up and it works. So when you're looking down at the neighborhood level, how are you pulling that list out of PropStream? Are you pulling up a list by subdivision or are you actually drawing a polygon or whatever? I draw the polygon, the square, whatever it takes, the rectangle. And sometimes I'll, I'll do a couple subdivisions at once, but like Florida, we've got canals. Like, you know, I'm looking like at my neighborhood, like the land in this neighborhood is about 200,000 a lot. But you go one over and you're talking like 50,000 a lot. So you got to be careful about that in certain areas. Well, I mean, a lot of areas. You just have to know that. So that's why I try and stay micro. Will you, like, will you make that mistake? Yes. But you can have all the time to do that due diligence and contact those land sales specialists before you actually pull the trigger on buying it. And I like to pre-advertise the, the land and have buyers lined up before I pay for it. Now, how do you do that? Yeah. I mean, some states... Uh, I can, with a, with a certain clause saying that I can market it and put it on the MLS and uh, simultaneously sell it for a profit, I can sometimes pre-list it on the MLS while I'm in the process of buying it. I also get the seller's full permission to do this. I never want to blindside a seller. I want them to know that this is how I make my living. This is, I'm, I'm a guerrilla marketer. So you're probably going to see people driving by the land. You're going to see it on Craigslist and Facebook and all these places and signs. I'm also doing that ahead of time as well. Okay. Now I'm going to pull up um, a screen here. Okay. And I'm going to share my screen. Hold on one second. Okay. I'm excited to talk about the freeways. I'm finding land as well because I have never shared this on a podcast. Ah. This is going to be the first time ever because I've been testing it out myself and uh, I've been used, our, our sharks have been testing it out as well. And it's crazy what I'm seeing with it. Well, we'll talk about that in a second here, but I want to. I want to see a couple things from you. Um, how do you find the hot pockets? All right. So give me a state to look at. Uh, let's just go. So I, I like Redfin way better, but we could do Zillow. Um, or red on Redfin, right? Yeah. You Orlando, can see my Florida. screen, I just, right? I can. I can. It's really small. I just did some several deals in this area. Orlando, Florida. Loading. Oh, I can make it bigger. Okay. I can see this now. All right. I'm going to go to filters. Land. That's overwhelming the amount of land that's selling in the area. Sold. Sold last three months. Is that good? Uh, let's go to maybe just a month because there's there's too much. And then exit out of Orlando. Let's see if we can remove that filter because you might find some little pockets. Uh, oh, that lake just to the left of Orlando. If you go like northwest right there where your hand's okay. at. Let me see if I can make this bigger. Lake Apopka. Okay. Look at all. Look at that little cluster below. Right here. Right there. Yeah, five thirty. That's a good price range. Some people might shy away from that. You know, five twenty-five, five thirty. Why did that one sell for sixty-three thousand? That's an interesting one. Might be a tiny little one, but I could I could do some size here. So you're you're looking for the more expensive land that you can sell for over two hundred. Let's say. Yeah, in this area, I would go for yeah the more expensive parcels right there. 550, 525, 190. And this is in 30 days. You had four parcels sell in that one little area. If I zoom in again. Oh, I see. Okay. On that island looking thing, they're selling for 500 plus. So that's, that's real easy. I'm having to zoom in so I can see this. Can you now go to all filters and look at the last three months? I want to see if more sold on that little island. I haven't mailed that area. I like it. Last three months? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, look at all Ooh. those. Ooh. <laughs> so we just found the hot 
hot area. <laughs> okay, this is a hot area, a lot of activity there. Yeah. Okay. Now a I could go activity. and I could do a I could do a draw thing like this, right? Yeah. Now there's 13 homes in the last three months that have sold there. Let's go last six months. There's 33. All right. It's last six months. Um, and you could, if you scrolled all the way down here, you could export those into a spreadsheet right here and kind of get a little average price, average acres or whatever. All right. So you, you like this area, let's say, all right. A lot of solds. Yeah. I like it. Now, what do you do? You go to PropStream? Yeah. So I would go to PropStream and I would micro down even more. Um, I would just pull that whole island and see, well, first I would, I would go back to Redfin and figure out what the average price per per square foot or is or per acre, whichever. Oh, the sold. So let's let's do this. I'm going to download this right now into a spreadsheet. And Here we I'm go. I'm going to open up that spreadsheet in Google Drive. And let's just let's just look and, at and it. And people think I'm crazy for this, but I will individually click on every one of those when I'm learning an area because I want to really see the ins and outs. I know you can do that download, but it allows me to kind of see like, okay, why did this one sell for 500? And we don't have time on this podcast, but I like the quick download because that's going to give us an average. But I want to know like, why did this one sell for 550? Why did this one sell for 400? You know, what's the the attributes? Okay, does this side of the neighborhood, like, because I bought a piece of land in Utah, a stone's throw away, they sold for almost a half million dollars more just because of the views, which Florida, that's pretty, like, it's all flat. All right, so here is lot size, and that's square feet. So I'm going to add a new column for acres. All right, equals and this square divided by forty three five six. All right, and so, square feet great because that's what we're pulling. Uh, prop stream is going to give us the uh, the size and square foot. All right, so these are the prices, and these are the acres. If I wanted to, I could do a new column, and let's do price per acre. Right, equals price divided by acre. Your uh, your Excel skills are, are mind-blowing. Oh, they're they're mad. Aren't they awesome? They're amazing. <laughs> but you know what? You can get a, you can get a spreadsheet to tell you anything you want it to tell you. That's the secret right there. Yeah. No, I need to take your, your Excel spreadsheet classes. All right. So median, average. All right. So the median, I hope you can see this. I'll zoom in a little bit more here. The median price is 537. The average is 679. I like median sometimes better because it removes the outlier. Yes. Right. Always get rid of the outliers. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bring this to here and to here. So the median the the median acreage is one acre. Most of these properties are right at the one acre mark, and they're selling for if you the median is about five hundred seventy two thousand dollars an acre. Yep. Okay. Cool. So next thing I would do is I'm gonna look at that median, and I like that you grab the median throughout the outliers. What are what are outliers for anybody? It's like what does that mean in statistics? You always want to get rid of the highest and the lowest. Get rid of those. Now I want to see what 572 for a sale price. I want to I want to backwards plan that or reverse engineer it. Okay, what is uh what is six percent of 572? I'm gonna pull it up on my calculator here. 572 times six percent. I want to figure out what a realtor is going to charge me. So I'm going to take 572 and I'm going to subtract $34,320. That's, that's a real estate commission. Then I'm going to take out closing costs. Just call it to say, I don't know, $3,000 for average. Th closing costs of $3,000. Okay. And then I want to do an oops. What does oops mean? <laughs> Just like it sounds. It, oops, I messed up. So I usually take 10%. So if they're selling for what, 572 So what is that, $57,000? Yep, okay. And then I want to put in my profit. So if I'm buying a $500,000 parcel of land, I want to make at least 
at least fifty or sixty thousand dollars. So just just say sixty thousand dollars profit, and then you can go as far as adding your lending fees for for mailing. I I don't usually do that, but we can we can do that. Uh, so I'll well, you're, yeah, you're out. gonna you might be borrowing some private money. Yeah. For a few months while you close this deal and turn around and sell it, right? So yeah, exactly. So if you figure out what the 572, subtract the realtor, subtract the closing, subtract the oops and the profit, that's what we're going to be buying. That's our buy price. So we need to figure out, just just call it 12% of that of well, the buy price. Let me just do real quick here. Minus that, minus that, minus that, minus that. So you're going to buy it for about 418.56. 418. And I just paid a private lender the other day. 12%, 418,000. So I'm going to figure 12% per annum. So if I run this for one year, if I can't sell this land for one year and I got to pay that lender 12% per annum, I'm going to pay him $50,160. There you already have it. Now, more than likely, it's not going to go that long, but if it does, I'm already prepared for that. And generally, I'm selling, I'm putting, I'm pricing this land at the 30 day blowout price. So we figured all that in there. What's the real buy price now? What does my offer need to be at? 367, 889. 889. So, so now if you take 367, 889 and divide that by the median sales price of 572, okay. 686. So I'm do that divided by 572, 64%. So everyone's like, what do I offer? 50 cents on the dollar, 40 cents on the dollar, 10 cents on the dollar. Well, these higher price parcels, you don't have to do that. So we're offering 64 cents on the dollar. So now we can figure out that offer price, you know, 64% of that square foot or the acre. And that's when I'm going to pull that list on PropStream now and offer everyone 64 cents on the dollar in that specific neighborhood. And, and, and based on the, based on this $572,000 per acre price. You got it. You got it. So I'm offering you know, 64 cents on the dollar per acre. And Pebble is going to help me build that out and easily mail every single landowner in this area. All right. So let's just say it's a 0.89 acre property. Okay. And my price per acre is 572. And my discount is 64%. My offer is going to be 0.89 times that times that. I'm going to offer 327 or 21 on a 0 0.89 acre property. Is that right? You got it. Something like you that. Got if it. it's 0.95 acres, I'm going to offer 349. Yep. So now th this, all these deals are in uh, what zip code? They're in 34756. Let's just go to 37. Well, I forgot on my, my memory. 347. So I'm going to just copy that. Go 34, here. 34756. Go here to PropStream. And that brings me, oh, look at that. Right there. there That's the a zip code. Right That's there. a small little zip code. Let's real quick. I'm going to look at this zip code on Google Maps. Yeah, it's that thing right there. You see that? Yeah, it's not not big, not no, big at all. Small zip code. All right. So here we are at PropStream. It's all now. What do I do? I'm going to go to filter, quick list. Go to vacant land. Is that right? Yep, just vacant land. That's it. And and then I'm going to grab that little drawing, uh, that uh, pencil. After you do the vacant land, that pencil in the left-hand corner, uh -huh. you might have to zoom in a little bit because you just want to pull the bottom area of that lake, Lake Apopka, I think. Why don't you just do the whole zip code? Just do this whole area. You could, but the area we priced was around that Lake Apopka. So you're going to be off on the zip code. Well, so, pretty close right there. That's the area I did. But all right, yeah. so 
We'll do the pencil. And you're saying just do this area right here? Uh, no, the lake a little bit. Go further north. Right there. That lake. This one. Isn't that, wasn't that Lake Apatka? It's really hard for me to see. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. We were doing this whole thing right here. And that's the Florida Turnpike. Yeah, just, okay, there you go. Then yeah, mill all around that area. All right, so that's this area. Oh, you're right. Okay, you're right. Yeah, that whole area right there. My bad. I couldn't see that. I see the turnpike now, so I'm oriented. It really helps if you have two screens, by the way. Yeah. You can kind of like, okay, that's it. Yeah. All right, so there's 841 vacant lots here. The only filter I'm doing is vacant land. Shouldn't I do like, should I do minimum acreage? Should I do ownership info? Like they've owned it for five years. You could do, if you really wanted to micro down to what you looked at, like if you noticed our median was what, about a half acre to almost two acres, what, what's that? Median this, was 1.02 acres. Then I would just pull, you know, half to one acre parcels and mail everyone that owns, I don't care if they've owned it for, for two days or 25 years, in state or out of state, because here's the thing, a lot of our, a lot of our friends are only people mailing people that are out of state and they have owned it for 10 years. What about everyone else? What about the people that just inherited the land or or are going through probate? Who's mailing those guys? Yeah. Time on up one point. Why won't this work? All right. Let me try it again. Four three. Hmm. Let me try calculator.net. Four three five six zero times one point five. All right. So I'm gonna do half acre to one and a half acres. Yeah. Sixty-five three forty. So like you have to, lot size here, you have to do square fit, foot. Yeah. So what's- Half uh, acre to one and a half acres. Now I have 332 landowners. Normally yeah, what but, I would do is I'd say, all right, I don't want to message anybody who just bought it, but then you brought up a good point. Well, what if they just inherited it? What if they just had a quick claim deed? And they live in the same state. Yeah. So shoot. Just mail them all. I'm giving my best secrets away here. Now, now all the land's going to be bought. I'll, everyone that was selling to me, because I buy a lot of land from people that live in the state, the same state they're selling me the land in, as well as, and I've only owned it for a couple of years now, you know, Uncle Bobby left it to me and I don't know what to do with it. I don't know what it's worth. I don't even know where it's at. I've never stepped foot on it, but you know, I'd like to take some money for it. What would you give it? What would you give me for it? All right. Well, I don't know, but I'm going to, um, I hope you guys don't mind me doing this. Brent, uh, Brent's properties. All right. I'm just, I'm exporting it into a list. This takes just a second and I'm going to go here and find that. I'm highlight all of them, export it into a spreadsheet. I'm going to go into my Google. I'm going to import it into Google so I can show it to y'all. There it is. I'm going to open it up. You should go ahead and just mail it. You're going to get some deals. Well, let's, let's do it. Although I'm going to do, probably I'm going to do um, a neutral letter. Or I should do my range postcard maybe. But, you know, most, I usually download my lists from Priced. I'm, I'm kind of lazy and I like seeing, I like, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, I like Priced just telling me what to offer. Because <laughs> I know it'll get me 75% of the way there, right? Yeah, it'll get you close. It'll get me close. All right. So here I'm scrolling over. Some of these owners, there's a couple people that own, that own multiple properties in this area. Do you remove duplicates? Pebble does that for me. They remove the duplicates. And then also if they own like 10 parcels, put it all on one, one offer, one uh, LOL for me. All right. I'm removing duplicates by column N, the mailing address. All right. And that's going to remove, wow, there's been removed Ooh, 143. Now it's only 189. Yeah. You might want to pull all 800 of them. That's the, that's the problem with, with mailing micro like this. It's hard to get 
you know, three to 500 letters out a week. It really is. That becomes your heart. Neutral letters, if you want to go for mass, like mail an entire county or state, then neutral letters is where it's at because it's really hard to get, you know, look, I mean, you're only mailing like a hundred something letters. Well, you could do it every day, right? I mean, that's the good thing about using Pebble for mail. I use FreedomSoft for mail. Like I can mail 10 a week, a day if I want. I can mail a hundred a day and I'm still paying that low price. Yeah. And that's the consistent. We, it's almost like dollar cost averaging in the stock market. We're consistently just averaging every single day. So now I'm, I'm turning these into acres. All right. These are the acreages. I'm going to highlight this, make this yellow. And my offer, my offer price is going to be 64.2%. You got it. Well, I'm just going to do it like this. I'm going to add a couple columns here so you guys can kind of see what I'm doing. I'm trying to really keep this simple and maybe I'm going too fast. But it's going to be uh, 64.2. There's that YouTube feature where you can uh, slow it down to like 0.25%. Let me just copy this thing all the way down. All of these are very similar in size, aren't they? That's great. Almost there. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Okay. Paste. I'm going to do one more thing here. Makes it easier. All right. So now I'm going to go back up here. My offer dollar amount is going to be 572.686. 572.686. Pay special values. All right. So I'm going to copy that all the way down. Right. So now my offer offer is going to be the real offer. The real offer that times that times the acres, right? 341. Right. Now I'm just going to double click the lower left, lower right, and it brings it all the way down. And what's powerful is when somebody sends one of these back or signs one of your land offer letters or your blind offer and sends this back, you have an asset. You have pure gold. Now you just need to find someone that wants to buy it for a little bit more or you buy it yourself and sell it. It, It's just, that's powerful. I I love this too, because you're not, most people are out there trying to make offers at 25, 35%. And you're just going to get a lot of them rejected. Here we're offering more than anybody else, but we know our numbers and we know, all right, well, if we pay a realtor, if we have closing costs, we have an oops factor, we want to make at least 10% profit, 20% profit. We're going to buy here. We're going to remove some private money. Like we're covered. We're good. We're good. And also, by the way, you're not going to actually close on this deal until you know you can sell it. Exactly. How long do you give yourself to close? Sometimes, you know, if it's a if it's a deal or an area I'm really confident in or I have a good land sales specialist realtor, I'll give myself 30 days. If it's a new area, I'll, I'll ask for more, like 90 days. Do I always get it? No. And sometimes, yeah, 90 days is fine. It's crazy. If you don't ask, you don't get it. Landsharks.com slash LOL, right? Yep. Landsharks.com. Oh, I want to get Brent's offer letter. Oh, you want to need my phone number. All right. Yeah, I'm going to add you to my mailing list and send you a podcast Will each week. Will you spam me, please? Nah, you tell me to mail my list every day. I do it about once a week and I usually send them a wholesaling podcast. One of the, uh, it's really cool because it's, I usually do a case study every week with one of our sharks. So they give out all their secrets and we usually send that out on, on a Friday. <laughs> all right, you're sending it to my email. You're going to make me work for this. I have to go get it. Can I show it to everybody? Is that okay? Go ahead. I, I hope, now I'm sweating. I hope it works. Because we've been we've been changing all kinds of technical stuff, and I'm not as techy as you, Joe. So if you can sign off on this, well, it might take a minute here, and I'm I'm checking all of my G- Gmail, and it'll come. And when I find it, I'll, I'll look for it, and I'll let you know. All right. So, okay, cool. Now we've 
we're going to send this out. We're going to send these offers. Do you round it up to the nearest thousand or do you make them an offer for four, three, four, two, five, one? Oh, no, I do it to the penny, to the penny. You do. And and you're way more, uh, I guess, I, I don't know. You're, all right, you're so, way nicer than I am. I would round down. All right. So you would do 496-867.35. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And people laugh about that all the time. All right. Well, that's interesting. And I know guys that will intentionally leave spelling errors on their letters just to make it look unprofessional and weird. And you get the the head tilt when they get this. Just, you know, what? something crazy, Brent. Um, oops, where'd you go? There you are. Uh, <clears throat> I was working with one of my clients. They've been, they've sent out just probably four or 5,000 letters. Um, no, no, not even that. Anyway, but they got two deals under contract. And um, they're now, I mean, these are really good deals. One of them, they got it under contract for 30. They think they can sell it for 90. That's amazing. So I said, all right, first thing, go find. And I showed them how to do this in PropStream. I did just kind of what we did. Got an area. And I said, pull up all of the investors that have bought vacant land in the last six months in that area. And I want you to send them an unprofessional, ugly letter. Handwrite on this letter. And I got this idea years ago from one of the guys who used to work with Preston Neely at FreedomSoft. And it was this. Help, urgent. I desperately need to sell my property in this area, blah, blah, blah. I've had it listed for some time now. I can't wait any longer. I've got to get this thing sold today. The title is clear. Taxes are paid. Call me right now. Underline your name and your cell phone number. Don't send them to Ring Central or Pat Live or voicemail. Get them on the cell phone number. Take that letter, crumple it up, open it back up, fold it into fourths. All right. Stick it in an invitation envelope, hand address the address on the invitation envelope, put two live stamps on it, a real stamp and a one cent stamp, right? Send it in the mail. They're already, they just started doing this. They st they're at about six to 7% response rates on these things right now, which is really good. 6% will call them back. And they've got two solid buyers that love the deal. They're all excited about it. And this thing, when they, it's just totally unprofessional. That's amazing. When they get the envelope, there's some thickness to it. Sounds crinkly. They open the flap and they see some crumpled up letter in there. They're going to read it, right? And they're going to be like, ah, and they're going to know you're an investor. They're going to know you're not really doing this, right? But they're going to call you because you're reaching out directly to the ones who have bought vacant land there recently. Yeah. And the fact, when, when this guy told me this, oh, this was years and years ago, he said, Joe, we sell all of our deals with this thing. That's all we do. Every time we get a deal... We send about 100 or 200 of these out. We get a ton of That's calls awful. and we sell it. So they already got two serious buyers and they've got some realtors too that are helping them. But I think they're going to be able to sell it to one of these buyers first. But the point of that is go unconventional. Do when everybody's going one way, go the other way. You know, uh, you're, you're getting a lot of faxes. Who would have thought fax was still out there? But okay, you're sending, you're, you're in the business of sending like going micro, looking at small pockets. It's sending aggressive offers to these little pockets. And that little thing that we just did there, it took maybe half hour to an hour for us to do that, right? What if you did that every day and just sent out? Every day. Now, this one, we've 189 letters. You put yeah. that list, you upload it into something like Pebble or FreedomSoft, like I use, click a few more buttons and bam, that mail gets sent. Yeah. Okay. And I have to go really soon, Joe. I have, I have a, I have to bring one of my children to the doctor, but uh, I want to talk about my macro. I would talk about, that was the micro strategy that cost money. 
Now, I want to talk really quickly about the freeway or finding deals, but it's a more of a macro. Yes, let's do that real quick. It takes a little bit more time and it's a little bit more of a gutsy approach or an offensive approach. But what about all these household sellers that have these amazing websites? If you Google sell my house fast, Orlando, Florida, you're going to see a ton of house buyers that come up on the first page of Google. Well, you can go past the sponsored, scroll past the sponsored and call that first person that pops up like Jimmy buys houses. And I call him, hey, Jimmy, hey, man, I'm looking for any and all land deals in the Orlando, Florida area. And what's really cool, here's a quick tip is if you scroll down and you see he's actually in Winter Haven, say, I also buy in Winter Haven. You have an amazing website. looks like you're a successful house buyer. What are you doing with your land deals? I'm a land buyer. Please save my phone number as land buyer Brent. I want to be your go-to land buyer. And they're going to tell you what they're doing with the land deals. Hey, we skip them because we don't know what to do with them. Hey, nah, we're, those aren't worth our time. Oh yeah, we've been buying them like crazy. Awesome. Is it okay if I reach out to you in 30 days? Just a quick text to just let you know I'm still buying. And that, holy cow. I mean, if someone spends three weeks doing this, calling five a day, six days a week, you will have more land deals. It's, it's building that pipeline. That's awesome. You will have more free land deals and you, could, you will know what to do with. Do you also call um, realtors? I used to. I used to call the Zillow Premier Agents. And those guys, they pay for those leads and they get mad when they get land deals. But when they have a land buyer like myself, I'm doing a deal right now with an with a agent, a real estate agent. She brought me that 300 acres I was mentioning to you. I'm gonna, she's going to get a commission on, on my buy side. And then when I subdivide it, she's going to get a way many, many more commissions. So agents are amazing to work with. All right. So you're, you're calling wholesalers and realtors, but mainly wholesalers now, right? Mostly wholesalers. I, I kind of slowed down on realtors and I actually stopped calling wholesalers. There's too many of them now. I've got, I've got to check my Facebook messenger. I've probably got five or six land deals in my Facebook messenger right now. You mentioned to me real quick, and then we'll let you go. I appreciate the time. Uh, you had a student one time that was uh, didn't have much money for marketing. And she did exactly what we were talking about. She went and called the buyers who were buying land. What are you buying? And then she went and started texting and calling for sale by owners. Well, who else? Like just for sale by owners looking for land deals? That's Kayla Jefferson. I know exactly who you're talking about. Hopefully she doesn't mind the shout out. She's an amazing go-giver. She's one of our sharks. She does exactly what you, what you just said. She will go to PropStream and look at the cash buyer transactions in an area where there's demand. And then she puts in there, she wants them to own at least 10 or more parcels of land, vacant raw land they bought in the last six months. And then she'll go to linked properties. And then once she finds that area, she will uh, skip trace that person. It's really easy to find them sometimes for free on Google uh, or bin verify. That's a super cheap service. And she calls him and says, hey, are you still buying land deals in this, uh, the Apopka area? Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, I see you're paying this much. Are you still paying that much? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. I'm going to go find you some land deals. Then she'll go to Zillow, FSBO, for sell by owners, that tab. It's kind of hard to find. And she will look for vacant raw land that's been listed for more than 90 days. She'll reach out to that seller directly and say, hey, I know you're asking this much. I have a buyer ready to buy this. We can do a deal today if you will take 30000 And then they say yes or no. So she calling the, she's, she's only calling the FISBOs. Is she calling the realtors also? Nope, just FISBOs. And I'm sorry, she's texting. She's not actually calling them. She's, uh, her numbers are about three hours uh, of, of texting gets her one deal that will net her 
probably over $7,500 net profit. Only going for, why doesn't she go after the realtors who have older listings as well? I don't know. I don't know. It works for her. I, I have no clue. Now, is she licensed or not? No, she's not licensed. Okay. So she's got a buyer that she knows will buy a property that size for 20 grand. She's then just going and making an offer for 12,500. <laughs> yes, she's building her profit in right away and she'll assign it. She'll get it under contract with that for sale by owner seller and then she'll assign it directly to that builder slash developer slash cash buyer. Awesome. So I you know, I don't know if we even need to spend any more time on that. It's just really getting on the phone. It's picking up the phone calling buyers, finding out what they want. They're looking for more, going into where they want deals. And what if she took some of that profit and started mailing those little pockets, right? Exactly. That's exactly right. Because the mailing is like the easy button. That's where we set up the lifestyle freedom to have those consistent deals. And then then we hire a young engineer to help us with that mailing. And you give him 10% of the profit that you make. And eventually you're just, you're just the guy looking at deals or you know, signing off on them. Yeah, I love it. Okay. The land shark, sharks, the land sharks, plural.com slash LOL. If you guys want Brent's letter, land offer letter, that's what LOL stands for, right? And well, uh, the land sharks. Because we just got a smoking hot deal under contract. <laughs> that's awesome. Love it. Cool. This has been a good little podcast here. I appreciate your time, Brent. I love interviewing other land investors because- it's all about collaboration, not about competition, right? And there are so many different ways to do deals. We may think my way or your way is the best, but really it doesn't matter. Like if you're on the phone, you're talking to four or five people a day, you're going to do deals. Whether it's a FISBO, a realtor, a buyer, whatever, if you're on the phone, you're making offers, you're making money. Yeah, yeah. you are. And, and there's so many land deals out there. If you've ever driven across this country, there, just because I do a land deal is not going to take away from you. If I subdivide a parcel of land, I'm technically giving you more land deals. Mm, I love it. All right. And so how can people get a hold of you? Let's say they want to invest with you on one of these bigger deals, Brent, and they've got a couple million burning a hole in their pocket. How can they reach you? Well, heck for that, I'll, I'll give myself a number for that. Uh, 863-801-6959. Okay. There you go. Gave you a cell phone number. Brent, it's been good to have you on the show. Are you active on social media, Facebook, oh, Instagram? Oh, yeah. I'm on all the socials. Brent L. And yes, the L stands for land. I have my middle name changed. Brent L. Bowers. Usually Brent L. Bowers one for most socials. Cool, man. Good talking to you, Brent. And I hope your uh, kid is okay. Just a regular doctor's appointment. Yeah, just a little ear infection. It won't go away. All right. See you, man. Take care of a good one. God bless. God bless. Bye-bye.